Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Tonight, we're sponsored by the Eugene Mindworks. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that's uh, where my office is. Uh, it's 4,500 square feet of office space, private offices on the outside. On the inside, they have flexible desks. It's perfect for you now, right? Like right now, if you are somebody who um, is sick of being home, things are starting to open up. You just want to get out of the, you know, try it out for a little bit for a couple of days a week. You can rent them by the day. You can rent them by the week. You can rent them by the month. Um, it's it's a, a lot of different ways you can do it. And um, it's awesome. They also have conference rooms that when you rent space, the conference room comes with it. You get to use it a certain number of hours, which I don't know about you, but that's super handy for me. Um, and, uh, and, and plus the really cool thing is there's a community in here. There's all kinds of businesses from insurance to just people doing all kinds of stuff. So you're not in a building with people that are all like-minded. You all have different things going on in your life. So if you're interested, they're the ones sponsoring our show tonight. You can look up Eugene Mindworks. We're sitting right above the Tap and Growler, uh, Cornucopia down on fifth street. So you're right in the heart of Eugene. So it's kind of fun. So tonight we're doing this story, a uh, show on uh, something I think is really important. Um, garbage, <laughs> trash, the stuff that's laying around. And we've had, I looked up um, and we've had these guys on our show before a long time ago um, talking about leaving no trace. And it's actually is leaving no trace, not leaving. It's how we really talk, leaving. <laughs> how you doing, man? This is Raymond. Yeah, I'm doing good. So, hey, Raymond, the good news is I, I know that you're down in Coos County or you're Reedsport, but you're close to Coos County. And we all went to Coos County and Lane County went to the lower level today. So the governor lowered our level so more people can eat in restaurants. And and that's kind of big news today for people that live uh, in Coos Bay. And there's other places, too. But in our viewing audience, that's kind of where it is. So tell me, my man, what is leaving no trace? How did this thing, this whole thing start? Uh, well, uh, basically I saw a need, so I stepped up and I, I filled that need. Uh, what was I the moved need? here for the, uh, I moved here for the state's beauty. And then I realized after a few years of being here that, uh, behind the leaves and the plants and the bushes and down the hills was decades of trash and it broke my heart. Uh, and I felt absolutely driven to do everything I possibly can to change that. And I definitely need my species help. It's such a big job that it's going to take everybody to get this done. So like, what, what was that about it that, you know, that, that got you? Because you come to Oregon, it's supposed to be a beautiful place. And it, if you really start looking, when you drive around, if you really start looking, there's a lot of shit on the side of the road. You know what I mean? People throwing cups out and things like that. I, I almost, one time I thought, gosh, I'd hate to be Dairy Mart because I always see these Dairy Mart cups laying on the side of the road. They're advertising, trying to advertise, but now they become advertisement for trash. You know what I mean? And it's not just Dairy Mart, but I mean, we're, we don't understand right. that. Is that what you find that people think that we're clean, but we're really not? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I hear a lot uh, that, uh, California is really dirty or I hear Arizona is really dirty or any other state except for the one that I'm in. I hear it's worse than the other states. Um, the issue with that is here, the forest hides it. Uh, every year uh, it gets so green and thick here that I can't really go out and look for the trash 
and be productive because it's so covered up by the thick greenage that we have. You know, the grass grows very, very fast around here. So you're out in the, Eva, thank you. I appreciate that. So you, the forests, I think a lot of people don't understand that you know, they think these timber companies are closing off the uh, woods because, you know, they're being selfish and all this. It's because people leave so much shit in the woods. Don't, I mean, there, there's your head going. Tell me about what you find out in the forests of Oregon. Uh, well, if uh, man has made it, I have found it. Uh, it it's, it's everything that we've created and it's just being dumped out there throughout many avenues um you mentioned the road trash uh i found that the biggest contributor are is our sanitation vehicles that are driving around picking up our trash every day and it's just blown out of the back of their vehicles i've seen it many 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 times when i'm out there cleaning so you, raymond you also see a lot of people that are are leaving tvs um uh, furniture on this and they go they go up to the edge of the, the forest where the where the, the road is blocked and then they just leave the stuff sitting right there by the gates and that is and if, so for you guys to go out and pick this up how much stuff are you getting i mean do you have any idea how much trash you're picking up um i try to uh keep data on everything um i i usually go by the bag because I clean up all the time. So when it's raining, the trash weighs a lot more. So I can't quite weigh the trash to get a, a good uh, a data on that, but it's a lot, it's, a lot. it's, it's endless. Um, I'll clean a road and the next day it'll look like I wasn't even on it. It's, so, it's really, it's an outrageous accumulation rate. So who helps you? I mean, is this just you? Mostly. <laughs> um, I got a bunch of board members. I got people that uh, help out here and there. Um, I got to say my mom is the main contributor that helps me out. Uh, she's here most of the time with me trying to coordinate things. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the main laborer and uh, media guy and marketing and <laughs> you name it. I've been running it for five and a half years now. So why do you keep doing this? What is it about you? Uh, no, it's it's not about me. It's it's about the need. It's it's something needs to be done, and I can do something about it. So I'm going to. So what are you looking for? Everybody, I say everybody. Everybody has that power. I'm I'm looking to make people realize that they have the power to change things they see in their life. You know, something they see they don't like. Don't just talk about it. Get up and do something about it. Okay, so let's dig into your past. Where does that come from? Why are you like that? Um, well, I had really awesome parents that uh, taught me about the world and tried to give me every advantage they possibly could. Um, I think my drive for what I do comes from my love for nature and uh, how I've, I've always felt that we're here to take care of the beautiful creations that we've been given, you know, the, the gifts that we have. And it seems to me we're just blindly taking advantage of them and not caring for Mother Earth that, I mean, she, she gives us life. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of religions, but I've, 
I've found myself to uh, stand pretty close to Buddhism because uh, it, it it touches my heart. You know, it's it's the connection with the earth and the people and the animals and and I think that's one thing that we've lost and why life is so hard for a lot of people because they don't see that it's it's it, it's more about everything else than it is about them. So do you think we've become such a consumer driven population culture that we, we don't take the time to look around and see what's there and what we're doing to it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, blinders is what I say. So I, I even had blinders on myself. I was here three years before I saw how bad it was. And for some reason, my eyes got opened, and when they're open, it's impossible to close them again. A lot of people actually uh, jokingly get upset with me because they say now that they've met me and I've shared my information with them, they can no longer not see the trash. It's, <laughs> they, they can't drive down the road and not see it. It's it's there now. So is that's, that that's what I'm is that your thing? I mean, is that what you're just it, because it, you, I mean, I know you have a nonprofit and you can use help and all that kind of stuff, but you're that doesn't determine what you do. No, I mean, no, I'm, I, I, mean, I, I do what I believe will bring the most awareness and inspiration to my species. Um, I'm trying to show people what one person can do and that everybody has that power. Raymond, I think you're really cool. I think this is kind of an interesting, I mean, because because I think a lot of people would do what you do and then just give up and go, you know, after five years, um, I'm barely making a dent in this. But is it, it's deeper than that for you then. It is. I've, honestly, I've, I've had that thought many, many, many times. As you can see, <laughs> it's... it's it's deep in my heart. I, I couldn't quit if I wanted to. And it's been really, really hard sometimes, especially with the resistance I've gotten from our government agencies that should be caring. And then, you know, every, every day my face is in this trash and, and I see the damage that it's doing to our waterways and to the only places that we leave for the animals to live. You know, we're, we're taking over all the land and leaving very little for them. And I found that the dirtiest places are the wildlife reserves or, you know, those areas that we have left for the animals to live in and they're decimated. So let, let me ask you something. So when you're talking about this, you're getting pretty, this is, you're getting pretty upset. I'm, I, like I said, I'm tired. <laughs> It's hard for me to kind of hide. And like I said, when I saw this and I saw how bad it was, I, I was literally heartbroken. I, I couldn't think of anything else. The first two years of this program, I worked every single day to try to show people how bad it was and how important it was that we did something now, not wait till tomorrow or have 10 meetings talking about how we're going to take care of it. It's a simple oh. process. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about the, the is, do you think our bureaucracy is the biggest problem? Because we can't just, this is what I like about you is you're just doing it. You, you, you're not, you don't have to wait. You could wait till you had all your funding 
and then you could wait for the county to give you approval and then you could wait for the right bags and it's like screw it you're just going out and you're doing it on your own is that what feels good about it i mean for you it's like because you you can't wait for other people they won't they will let yeah, you yeah I, I can't wait i can't wait for permission uh i can't yeah i don't i don't wait for other people and yeah the They've proved that to me throughout the years. Uh, many people have uh, asked me to do cleanups in their area or area that they love and didn't show up for the cleanup. So I ended up cleaning it up myself. But uh, I, I, I do spend a lot of time by myself uh, out there just cleaning up because uh, my ball, I, I bet I'll find a way to get uh, volunteerism up. Uh, you see them going out for Solve and all these other groups that clean the beaches, but it's enjoyable to clean the beach. It's not enjoyable to clean the roads or clean out in the woods. So it's a hump that I've been trying to get over is finding out how more people uh, driven to take time to come out and volunteer and clean up these homeless camps and these dump sites and these roadways. So how do you challenge people? Maybe you, I think part of what your whole thing is, Raymond, is that you're almost like this, um, like a, and I don't mean this in a, in a weird way, but you're like a, like almost like this crusader for, for, for crap and, and causing people to have to look when you're driving, um, look around at what you're seeing. And that didn't just get there by accident. And how many times do you see people running on a trail or seeing something, they see the shit on the side of the road and they just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah, all the time. Um, uh, if you look at, if you look at our culture, it's our culture completely as far as I see. Uh, most movies I watch, uh, TV episodes and whatnot, it, they make littering a normal. You know, they, they toss something out in the ocean to get rid of it on a spy movie. Uh, the cool guy on the movie throws a cigarette butt like it doesn't mean nothing. I think it's a real cultural thing that we're, we're dealing with and I that's my goal is to change that bad habit to change culture so it's normal to pick up trash you don't walk past a piece of trash and you don't throw a piece of trash down so how do you get that message out keep doing what i'm doing i keep keep trying to spread awareness put prevention uh, prevention measures in place uh and you know whatever i can to inspire people and enlighten them of what's going on around them because like i said i was blind uh, i was here three years and I, I didn't see how bad it was um, i was busy living my life you know mm -hmm. and i was driving down a road and the same road every day for about a month and i noticed the trash land on the ground it was in a bag or you know just a cup and it just kept accumulating and spreading out and that's when i felt driven to get out there and do something and then I saw how bad it was. The roadside wasn't even the true damage. Um, there's one location down in Coos County that I've pulled 3,100 tires out of. And there's what? another 3,000. And there's another 3,000 still down there. Where? Uh, one mile down Libby Lane uh, by Coos Bay. Yeah. And people just take their tires and throw them down there? Um, well... Uh, that spot was dumped on decades ago. Um, it looked like it was a lot of tire shops, uh, but the, the road that Libby road that was made out of concrete, they removed that 
and pushed it on top of this pile. And I went into a commissioner meeting there and Melissa Cribbins told me that uh, they were dumped there well before it was illegal to do that. So they don't have to do anything about it. And that's not good enough for you. No, that wasn't good enough for me. I kept pulling tires out and that's the reason the county and me started butting heads because I found it unacceptable and held them responsible to keep their community clean. And they explained to me for 10 minutes why it was not their responsibility to keep the community clean. So you're kind of a rabble rouser. Uh, I hold people to their responsibilities. Um, I, I, I find that our government's paid to handle this issue and putting up gates and uh, covering it up is not acceptable. It's contaminating our water table and is contaminating the, the home the animals live in. Uh, I, I really feel like I'm being a voice for the animals because if they had something to say, I'm sure it wouldn't be nice. So, and your mom helps you with this, right? Yeah, my mom actually moved up here. Well, she uh, still is an Arizona resident, but she spends most of her time up here helping me. And, uh, if it wasn't for her, I don't know where I'd be with this program. She's been the main sponsor for most of these years, uh, five and a half years now I've been doing this. So what do you uh, want people to, how do you want people, there's people on here saying, have him get a hold of me. And so go back when you're done, Raymond, go back and find Dakota's on here. There's people that you can then send a message to, and there's people that want to help you and find out more. But what, what can they do? What do you need from people? You need, you need money. For the nonprofit uh, thing. Yeah, uh, donations are always badly needed. Um, really, I'm seeking the funding to be able to hire a crew. Um, like I said, uh, people are busy, life's busy, they need to make money. So to be able to get a crew, I need to get funding to be able to pay them. So that's one of my main goals. Uh, another one of my main goals is to try to get the government to cooperate with my program. Uh, ODOT is my main target at this point to uh, get the citizens to let them know that they need to cooperate with my program because just because they've decided to give up on the trash problem doesn't mean that it's not a problem that needs to be taken care of. And so, your, uh, Facebook, I mean, your Facebook page is called Leave in No Trace. Yeah, I also have a website that's uh, leaveinnotrace.org. Um, I have an interactive map on there with uh, all the dump sites and my cleanup campaigns up the 101 and the 126. So can somebody uh, go leaveinnotrace.com so that we can link to it? Um, uh, so dot, dot, dot org. Dot org. I'm sorry. Leaveinnotrace.org. Um, if somebody would put that in the comment section, that way it'll be there for people to go to. Yes, Carrie, uh, they do need volunteers. Um, he is in Coos County and also Florence area. Is that right? Yeah, um, I will go anywhere in Oregon if there's people that want to know how to tackle the trash cleanup issue. Um, I'll coordinate a cleanup and give them the guidance they need to be able to handle the issue on their own. So when you were growing up, what did you want to be when you got big? An inventor. So you made, you did it. <laughs> I guess so. I, I kind of uh, invented a cause because uh, I found with my studies that I'm the first full anti-litter program in America in 50 years. 
So you didn't invent the problem. You just created a cause. And, um, and, you, and I'll tell you, Raymond, you got a real passion for doing this. And um, do people think you're nuts? Yeah, I, I think I'm nuts. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> crazy. I mean, I, I cleaned the entire 101 from California all the way to Washington. It took me eight and a half months to do that to walk 734 miles and clean up 5,614 bags of trash. Wow. It's the most epic thing I've ever done in my life. And I thought it up, planned it and executed it all in two weeks with no idea if I was going to have enough of anything to be able to complete it. I was just truly hoping that the citizens would get behind me on it and see the importance of it to be able to fund that program. Um, there again, that was my mom that funded that program uh, with a credit card. She maxed out a credit card, $20,000 it cost us to do that. So I am forever grateful for my mom's help with this program. Because like I said, I don't I don't know where I'd be without her. She's the best mom ever. <laughs> well, I, I kind of think uh, you're probably one of the best kids ever. Uh, that's what she says. <laughs> I'm just, no, you know, I'm no. just... I'm like I'm like anybody else. I'm I'm just trying to do the right thing, and and you know leave a a, a beautiful legacy behind for all life on this planet. Okay, but let me correct you for a second. That is not like everybody else. <laughs> that is well, not. You know, I, you're, you're maybe you my are, my mindset. <laughs> no, you're an unusual dude who who has a passion for doing something who will not let anything stop him from doing it, no matter what people says about him or what they think of you, you continue to go. And my friend, that is not a normal thing. That's not like other people. That is a gift. That is like a rare thing for us. I to hope to empower other people. I want to give that gift to everybody else because everybody has it inside them. They just have to find it. Lance is saying we need to tackle the root problem. What is the root problem, do you think? Um, I think the root problem is uh, government at this point. Um, if I could get them, if I could get them on board with actually taking care of the problem instead of ignoring it, that would trickle down through society. I think that's that's one of my biggest uh, targets to be able to handle this issue. Because a lot of people, they they believe the government no matter what they say, even if they feel like it's wrong. But it's their I, job. I, I don't happen to be one of those. <laughs> Not everybody, me either. But but it's it seems like it's their job in the first place. Our taxes pay them to do this job, and they need to do their job. So with them on board, I I think that will be a huge advantage to take care of the issue in a whole. And in the future, that's what needs to be done anyways. So. And I think I, it should be part I, of everybody's life. I like how you bring up, because I think if you could poison people's minds with the idea, and I use that word very, very in, instinctively, is so that I wish that everyone who's watching this and that ends up watching this show, the next time they're driving down the street, that they see that they're plagued with visions of trash, that everything that's showing up, and I think it's gotten worse, especially in Eugene and places where some of the, the camps are, 
that there's just stuff strewn everywhere. And we, we need to be teaching everybody that it's your responsibility to pick up after yourself. And just throwing that one beer can out the window, you're now part of the problem. And oh, no. Pick, pickup trucks are a huge contributor. They're the ones right next to the sanitation vehicles because people throw oh, trash back the truck. I, I'd say that when the new trash that shows up right after a cleanup is definitely sanitation trucks and pickup trucks. It's that loose trash that's flying out of the back of their truck. Well, maybe now that... Um COVID is nearly over, or we're, we're getting a handle on that, starting to open up. Maybe the state could take all those millions of dollars they're using to advertise to, you know, what people should do about COVID. We can use that to tell people what they should do about the next problem, trash. Right. Um, I, I'd like to, I'd like to get o, I need to get ODOT to advocate for the Adopt-A-Road program more. Um, at this point with COVID, they're actually telling people they, they can't go clean the roads. And I haven't stopped at all during this whole COVID thing. And well, I want you to look at my, this is my surprise look. <laughs> yeah, there's been many groups that I have talked to that do cleanups that have not been cleaning up because of COVID. And so, would you let me know, like, if you plan uh, like a big cleanup in a certain area sometime that you're going to do and you're, I mean, you're really organizing this, just let me know and I'll put the word out for you for nothing. Just throw it out on our pages and get some people maybe involved and see what happens. Yeah. Get some, get some more advertisement out there to yeah. let people know yeah. I'm doing it. And then in general, um, I'm happy to uh, work around people's schedule. Um, okay. This is, this is all I do. I, I live it. I eat it. I sleep it. I shower it. Uh, <laughs> I'm completely obsessed is what my friends tell me. Well, Raymond, I am so glad <clears throat> that you are doing this and I, it's nice to meet you um, and who you are. Cause I think that's inspiring for people, especially right now. Um, I think we need a little inspiration. We need people like you who are, I mean, <clears throat> if one thing, if one thing that we are missing, I think today in our culture, is that that drive to not to don't stop no matter what you know what i mean and not to just pussyfoot around it's like you go you pick your thing you go do what you do and you do it with everything you have and you don't look around at what everybody else is saying about you or doing you know or not doing and and what i love about you is even if they don't show up you're still doing it so it could be a volunteer force of one or it could be a hundred. Yes, it's easier with a hundred, but with one, it, it, you're not basing what you do on public opinion or culture or the government listening to you. And good God, Raymond, that is a message that every one of us needs to listen to and take to heart right now at this very moment. <laughs> listen to your soul. It's right there. It'll tell you what's right. And it, and it doesn't always agree with everything around it, does it? No. <laughs> I, find it I find it rarely does. So, Raymond, we've got your page on here. We'll let them know that. Um, I thank you so much for coming on and doing this. I didn't know what we were going to talk about exactly, but you, uh, this, you, you far outshined anything I was thinking about. So, um, and, it, and you know what? It's not necessarily the trash issue. I think that's what gets people interested but it really is your heart. 
Um, you just showed your heart to everybody on here tonight, and I really appreciate that. It's my pleasure. Um, All right. And then, All right. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, I want to throw a couple more programs out there. Um, I'm, working on, uh, I'm working on a trash filter program for all the drain outlets in Florence as a pilot project to show that this program can work and needs to be done. Um, I am having a little issue with getting ODOT to share the schematics with me. I need to be able to put a plan together, though. So if everybody would... Let's see, I don't know if you can see that here. Can you see the address there? Okay, you know what you could do, Raymond? On this, <laughs> on this video, go in and type that in there, in the comment section, okay? All right. You got that? I can or do you, that. Or you could take a picture of that on your phone and then just load it into the comment section and stick it in there and um, let people see it. Or whichever, whichever way you want, the address will be in there, okay? Sounds good. And then remember to go check with these people because there's people on here who say they would like to get in contact with you. So contact them. Okay. Now, was there something else you wanted to get out before? I don't want to interrupt you. Um, there, there probably was, but <laughs> there's so okay. much there's yeah, this is such a big project that I can use help with grant writing, grant finding, uh, looking for sponsors and just general, uh, volunteer work. Okay. Hey, buddy, thank you. And thanks for doing this for all of us. And uh, yeah, I really like who you are. I do this anytime. Thank you. All it's right. my pleasure. I look forward to talking to you again. All right, buddy. I'll see you later. All right. There you go, guys. Leaving no trace. Uh, you got to admire a man like that who um, knows, what is, what, knows what he's supposed to do, knows what his soul tells him to do. And then despite what any of us do, he still does what he's supposed to do. God, I think right there, there's the, there's the nugget. That's the golden egg that everybody should take away and walk away from this thing with. One, when you drive your car, I, I hope that you are cursed with seeing garbage now. <laughs> that it'll stand up in your face and you'll scream. But you'll do more than scream, you'll go pick it up. And then second of all, I hope that you saw in this man what you are capable of doing. Um, yeah, even, you know, I, when you, this is so weird because last night I had the comedian on and, and I'm seeing this whole thing where it's really right now is about go do what you're supposed to do. Go live the life you're supposed to live and don't let anybody tell you you're doing it the wrong way. And if they do walk away, don't worry about it. We're called to do certain things and people are not always going to understand. People are going to think you're crazy. That's okay. Because we don't, it's none of my business what other people think of me. That's not my job. It's my business to, as Raymond said, go to my soul, know what it is that I'm supposed to do, and then go do it no matter what. I want to thank Eugene Mindworks for sponsoring this show. Aloma will be really happy because <laughs> that was really fun. I got a few more comments on here. Not that Oregon doesn't need to clean up its act, but have you ever been to Colorado Springs? I visited the first time. I think a lot of places are, are like that. He's an amazing person. Leaving No Trace Raymond is awesome. Too bad Coos County threw him away. Thanks to what he does. Um, and Dakota says, I already was cursed with that vision ever since I became a master recycler. Uh, Dakota, you need to line up. You and Raymond need to get together and have a conversation. You're going to love Dakota. He's a wonderful guy and he's got a heart like you do. 
All right. So tomorrow night, what's coming up? Well, can you believe in Oregon? I know. How could this even happen? There's an initiative petition going around that actually would stop the killing of any animals. So that sounds really, you know, like very Disney and happy and all that stuff until you consider that that means cattle ranching, that means kids in 4-H, that means you would have to wait until a cow naturally dies to be able to eat that cow. Well, that's not sitting well with a bunch of people, especially the Cattlemen's Association. So we're going to be talking to them tomorrow about that. And I talked to a friend of mine. He said, oh, that's never going to pass. Let me say one word. Oregon. <laughs> There's a lot of things we thought would never happen in Oregon, and they do happen. So it's something you need to pay attention to. Find out why the people are asking you to sign this. And it sounds, you know, to some, it sounds good when they, oh, yeah, I'll sign that. And what we don't want is to get this on. Oh, yeah, I'm being biased because I don't want this on. I love to eat meat and I raised my own pigs for a while. And then on Thursday, um, Springfield High School uh, put out an assignment, had different options. One of the options was a video about white privilege. And uh, that's been passed around and a, quite a few people in our community are not real happy about it. And many of those people are also in the black community. And I put this message out to five of my black friends and, um, and uh, one didn't get back to me. The other three said, um, that is not good. And the fourth one said, the fifth one said he would come on the show. So Derek's going to come on and we're going to go piece by piece through this video because it'll be really interesting from a black man's point of view why this bothers him. He has two sons. His wife is white. He's black. He has two sons. And so they are. That's a little bit of a confusing message, but we'll get all into that on Thursday night at five o'clock. All right. That's it for this week. I will talk with you soon. And uh, and I will. Uh, Sorry, Raymond's talking to me online. And share this on your page to you guys because Facebook's being kind of funky. Uh, they get kind of nasty about some of the things I do. <laughs> Imagine. All right, have a good night.